Stephen Jill here. Happy Friday. Welcome to the Land Academy Show, entertaining land investment talk. I'm Stephen Jack Butella. And I'm Jill DeWitt, broadcasting from sunny Southern California. Today, Jill and I talk about how it's not about the money, but it's really about the money. <laughs> hey, today's episode of the Land Academy Show is brought to you by Landtank.com, where you can get your stuff financed. Where'd that oh, come from? Oh, and we from? happen to uh, own the company. I know it's not in the script. Oh. <laughs> I'm trying something new. Okay. Trying to sound professional. Well, I have one at the end. Today's uh, I have a different announcement oh, for good. a different company. So well, we can do it at the end. The X show will be sponsored by a different person. These are all self sponsorships. <laughs> These are all our companies. So my thing about your, it's not about the money, but it's about the money. This is a total Captain Obvious moment. <laughs> That's what I have to say. You know. I don't want you to learn this lesson, kid, but I want you to learn this lesson, kid. Well, you know where it came from for me is uh, there's just people, a lot of people that say, look, you know, I'm really not doing this for the money. I, I, uh, I really enjoy it, and it's my, okay, it's my hobby, and um, I'm putting all the, it's about the money, man, okay? <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a quick, wait a minute, Steve. You could say that about Land Academy. What are you talking about? You're yeah, talking out of both sides of your mouth again. Oh, you always say Land Academy is not about the money. You know what? It's not about the money, but I'm not going to write a check every month for it either. <laughs> so it's a little bit about the money. I understand. <laughs> Before we get into it, let's take a question posted by one of our members on the landinvestors.com online community. It's free. You know how nice it is, actually, it's times like this where I don't have to say anything, you're having a conversation with yourself, and you actually you actually cut yourself off, you actually correct yourself, you actually kind of scold yourself. It's kind of nice. I can just kind of sit back and watch. Sit back and watch your man fail. It's like the It's like the devil on one shoulder and the angel on the other shoulder. <laughs> okay. Jason asks, I'm new and in the process of getting ready to send out my first mailer and I'm trying to tie up all the loose ends before I do so. I have decided that we'll hire, I will hire a phone service to take my calls as I'm looking to scale this and would rather allocate those resources elsewhere. My question around this is should I take the calls for the first couple of mailers so I can get a better feel for things or start out right away with the phone service? I feel that there's a value in taking those calls, but I also feel that there's a value in consistency. I would rather start with one number on the first batch and always have that phone number moving forward. Please let me know your experiences as I'm hoping to move one direction or the other by the end of the week. May I go? Yes, this okay. is your area. Okay. Number one, first of all, yes. Whatever phone number you pick, Pick one that you can own, keep it forever. As you move, you had different cell phones, different phone services, different, maybe you do it in house someday, who knows, and you can just have that number ported in wherever it is so no one knows that it's going a different way. So, and whoever, whatever phone service that you end up hiring and using, um, they will be able to accommodate that. So this is a thing like Google Voice, that's not the case. You know, that's a whole separate thing. So you wanna get a phone number and, and, and be able to do that. Okay. Number two is, I'm not too worried about who's answering the phone, whether it's you or a service. I just want somebody answering the phone. So, if you have a full-time nine-to-five Monday through Friday job, please get a phone service right there. That should be the deciding factor. If you don't, 
have that or you you know you work uh you know um maybe you bartend at night and you have all day during the day like your normal business hours or you know during the day and you can't answer the phone then you should you know and if you know answer the phone if you can and if it makes but if it makes financial sense i mean that's the other thing to think about can you afford a service so um that's that's my thoughts so my first so keep the phone number hire service as soon as you can and or make sure somebody's a live body can answer the phone it doesn't necessarily have to be you too you don't need to get the feel for it you know why they're all recorded you can listen to them a b you listen to me on the phone because you have our programs you know what those calls sound like and c you're still having that interaction with the sellers because all those calls that come in whatever whoever's answering the phone say it's pat live or something like that you know, they're logging all those for you, and then you are the one that's calling them back, and then you're establishing that relationship with them. So I don't, I don't, you don't have to do it right off the bat. We have several. This is an exact, this is an, Good question. exactly what happened two weeks ago on our advanced member call. Every Thursday uh, at one o'clock, there's 20 or so people in the Land Academy group that send out tens of thousands of letters every month. And so we get together, all of us, and uh, Jill and I, and we talk about stuff, and this came up. It, this this topic came up. It's this, this is the topic. Are you guys? I asked the question to this advanced group because we're sending so much mail out. Do you see it saturated anywhere, or do you see this? And a member piped in immediately and said, um, "No, it's not saturated at all. And even if it was, the vast majority of the people aren't answering their f- phone call, and that's, that's the true. reason." He and he said because there's a lot of people who send mail out. You know, I talk to the that's sellers true. and ask them, "Have you gotten any other other offers?" And this is what they say: the seller. Oh yeah, I've gotten several offers in the last several months, but uh, you're the only one who's ever answered the phone or called me back, or put a number on it too. That's so, a, yeah, Jill's indeed your response rate on your mailer will double, double if not yeah, better. The phone. Uh, how many properties? If you answer the phone on the first first ring, have somebody answer the phone, and then by the way, if it's you and there are missed calls, this comes up often too. People have said, hey, there's a missed call. They didn't leave a message. I call them back. Absolutely call them call back. Them caller ID calls. Mm-hmm. You see what you see what the number is? Call them right back. So when you can, call them back. It's like, hey, you know, um, I just got home from work and I, I got a missed call. Um, I know I sent out some offers in your area. You know, or just, you don't even have to say that. Just say, hey, I just got home from work and I, I saw I had a missed call. And I um, am wondering if you got a letter from me that I want to buy your property. And that way, it's kind of vague too. You know, you don't. They don't need to say I sent out. You know, three thousand. You know, you want them to kind of feel a little bit special. Like I said, um, did you get a letter from me? And they're gonna go, oh yeah. As a matter of fact, I did. As a Land Academy member, you get a substantial discount for PatLive.com because you're part mm-hmm. of our group. And I, I'm gonna go out on a limb here and, and suggest this. And Jill, I want you to honestly tell me. That I'll be honest. I'm crazy, right or not. I think everybody should set up a Pat Live account. I do. And I even if so let's say you're even answering you plan on answering your phone the whole time. You don't have a full time job and you've you know, we have a lot of members who came in some dough for any reason. They're this is their full time thing, they start out. Are you gonna answer your phone at eight PM when you're out to dinner with your family? No. So turn it turn the pet set it all up and answer the phone from nine to five or whatever your numbers are. And make sure that if uh, somebody gets a letter, they come home from work, they call Pat Live is answering it on the off hours. Then you're going to cover it all. This really matters. Plus, some days you're too busy to do stuff. Like you're too busy closing deals, especially in the beginning. 
you can just turn a service on so you're not interrupted. That's what I would do. If it were me, if I had the money to do it, I'd just set up Pat Live from the get-go. Me too. Honestly, that's just what I would do. I wouldn't even you wouldn't, wouldn't even go there. Mm-mm. Even do the first mailer nope. just to learn? Mm-hmm. Nope. Wow, okay. No, I don't need to. I know what's going on. I can listen to the phone calls. In the past, we've said just to learn. The first couple of mailers, you should probably answer your own phone if you can. Well, maybe I'm changing my answer. <laughs> <laughs> I'm allowed to do this. You know what I would do? Like, I mean, I'm going to quote Stephen. You know what? I'm an owner. I'm allowed to change my mind. <laughs> Jill, I was just going to say that. <laughs> we had a staff meeting recently, and Jill said, you know, I'm the owner, and uh, I changed my mind. I got it from you. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, you're the one. I'm like, I didn't know that was, you're like, I'm an owner. I'm allowed to, I'm allowed to do this. You know, you're right. So Today's topic, it's not about the money, but it's about the money. This is the meat of the show. <laughs> This is really this is really a Stephen topic, and it's Friday and it's kind of light. I don't care what anyone says ever. Money plays into the factor, yeah. and so uh, I don't care if you've chosen to be a priest and you're all set up and you don't even get a paycheck, but you have a place to live and you have some stuff to do, and that's it. You chose one of the reasons that that you chose that is because now you don't have to worry about money, so it's about the money. I think you should. It's a fact. You should think about money, obviously, with the majority of your decisions, you know, in life. You know, we were talking to some friends about college and their kids, and they really sat down. I like this, too, because they they lined it all up and really were trying to educate their 17, almost 18-year-old about picking in-state school versus an out-of-state school. And then looking at the different costs of the tuitions and then talking about housing like hey look gosh you have the opportunity to stay at home i know it's not the ideal thing but and it really comes out to money they said the bottom line is we don't want you to graduate and have a six-figure uh loan hanging over your head so it's about the money it's not it's you should be thinking of it all the time not just about even acquisitions you know even in the things that you buy and 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 how you're setting up your business, be smart about it. You know, there's so many decisions. What what's interesting about us is um, we are uh, way more conservative than I think people know about us. Um, yeah, we don't flippantly that's for sure buy things. Conservative about money. We are, and when we Not say like we haven't talked about this in a while, but when we tell people when you're starting out. And you're all excited about you know quitting your job someday. You need to really think about it when you sit down and you have a heart to heart and you say I should have done it a year ago kind of thing. That's when you do it. Not just you're starting to make money now and just go for it. Mm-mm. Please be conservative. And that's really how we are. And to this day, so many of the things that we do, even now, I sit back and go, you know, we could have done that a long time ago, or we afforded that, you know, whatever. But we don't. Um, because we're careful with money, too. I saw an interview with a doctor uh, who was with Doctors Without Borders, mm-hmm. and he was in somewhere in Africa, really doing you know, like a bang-up job, really doing well. And the interviewer asked, said, you know, was it hard to make this choice to go do this profession? And this is a, he's a young guy in his 30s. And he said, yeah, I mean, I gave up a huge house in the suburbs and with the on-call hours and all of this and this and this and this. So yeah, it was really tough for me, but it's not about the money for me right now. And the interviewer said, well, you could always go back to that, right? And he's like, oh yeah, I could go back to that next week. 
That's a good example of the so other So it's way not about it. the money? No, it's about the money. You can always have, he's put himself in a position where in his younger years, he's going to go do this altruistic stuff, which mm-hmm. is great, but he's going to go back to the money. Right. So it's about the money. Or you know what, though? Even if he's made a decision, his decision is, I can accept this lifestyle. I can afford this lifestyle. Right. Whatever you want to afford, you know, you can tweak it either way. When I got out of college, the first thing I did was get a commercial real estate full commission job and fully accepting. And my lifestyle, I set my lifestyle up so that I knew I was going to make zero, like zero. So, you know, I ended up making like 32,000 bucks or some number like that, which is, you know, tough to live on. But the next year I made like $280,000 and that, uh, talking to everybody, that's kind of what you can expect. So it was about the money. And I made this, and I'm not toting my own horn. It was just, you know, I'm going to live without money right? for this amount of time, and then I'm going to go make some money. Exactly. So money was a huge part of that decision. And there's no way I could do that now. I have, you know, $30,000 wouldn't, wouldn't cover uh, Jill's diamond habit. So. Oh, thanks. That's not <laughs> nice. Teasing. Jill's of all the women <laughs> in this planet. I have never no. met one better about managing money than Jill, and that's the truth. Thank you. That was just it took me a long time to get here. Trust me. Oh, really? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, as far as managing money, I was just, I was one of those stupid kids. All my money went to concert tickets. That's it. Every dollar I spent went to concert tickets. It was hilarious. That's when I was a kid, of course, you know. Um, so, but so I, you, didn't know, I didn't know how to save money back then. Now I do. <laughs> so you have a real estate career, mm-hmm. uh, and you're listening to this, so you're either buying and selling property or you're thinking about it, or God forbid you're entertained by this. Uh, you are wondering, maybe you want to make more money. You know, I'll tell you, this is how you do not make money in real estate. Find a property, buy it, and then try to resell it for as much as you possibly can. Like, so to get, get all of it, profit. get all of it out, so to speak. Yeah. That's absolutely not how to go about doing this. Send out mail, get a consistent acquisition deal flow going in, right. um, and make 20, if you, uh, 10 to 28, maybe 30,000 bucks per property and get the machine moving so that you're doing 10 of those a month, now you're making three million bucks a year and, and you're gonna turn around and say, I can't believe it. Right. So. If you want it, that. It's, it's about the money. Well, it's I still believe that some there. people, well, but, but for some people, they wanna make $100,000 a year, seriously. And that's I fine, my point that. is don't maximize each, all the transaction yeah. value because you, you'll end up really frustrated. Maybe even $50,000 a year. I don't know, maybe this is a side gig for some people, whatever it is. They're, everybody has their own level, Yeah, I think. But um, at the end of the day, you know. But when someone says it's not about the money, here's the, this is the end of it. When someone says, I hear this on TV or anywhere, it's really not about the money for me. It's absolutely about the money. Especially when they're sitting there on CBS Good Morning and they're talking about their book. Yeah. Is that what you mean? You're sitting on a yeah. talk show about a book you just wrote that's not about the money. Or here's another one that cracks me up. All proceeds, all, uh, what is it? All net proceeds go to charity. Oh. <laughs> that means my salary came first. Yeah. Yeah. The thing grossed a million bucks. My salary is $990,000. So we sent all the net proceeds, $10,000, $10, to charity. <laughs> That's pretty darn funny. Okay. You have anything else you want to add on this? No. Okay. No. We know your time is valuable. Thanks for spending it with us today. Join us in the next episode 
Well, join us for another interesting episode next time. Yep. And we answer your questions posted on our online community, landinvestors.com. It's free. You are not alone in your real estate ambition. That was really, really, really good. It's and so fun sometimes to have topics that don't have to do with real estate. In fact, sure. here's what's happening, audience. We know that you get frustrated, or at least we get emails about your frustration about us talking about stuff like this. So we've decided to launch a new show called The Jack and Jill Show oh. next month. And from this point forward in general, we're either gonna, on the Land Academy show, we're gonna talk about land, because I think that's what you want, and that's fine. Mm-hmm. On the House Academy show, we're gonna talk about houses. And on the Jack and Jill show, we're gonna talk about silly stuff like we did today. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and to wrap it up, today's show was brought to you by Offers to Owners. <laughs> no, but seriously, today is the last day that you get. It's um, today's the last day to take a special advantage of the offer coming from Offers to Owners. All orders over $500 get 10% off. No limit. You can do as much as you want, as many orders as you want. Just they got to be over 500 bucks, 10% off. Check out so OffersToOwner.com. Every single order is 10% off. Yep. Wow. I know. Like 10% off the top. Yep. Yep. Wherever you are watching or wherever you are listening, <laughs> please subscribe and rate us there. We, we are, are Stephen Jill. Jill. Information. And inspiration. To buy undervalued property. And we're giving away mail this week, apparently. <laughs>